0: This podcast is dedicated to the memory of David Faraday, Betty Lou Jensen, Darlene Farron, Cecilia Shepard, and Paul Stein, and to Michael Mejot and Brian Harden. If you're listening to this podcast, probably you've already heard that a major team, Casebreakers, has announced that they believe they know the identity of Zodiac, and the name they have is Gary Francis Post. It's a name that hasn't come up a lot. I believe I've only seen his name even mentioned once, and that was sort of buried back in one of the olden days of Usenet, where all of this sort of started. He's a dirtbag, there's no question. Was he the Zodiac? That's a little different. I think they make a very good case for him killing Sherry Joe Bates, in particularly the fact that he was at Marsh Air Force Base at almost the exact same time, the connection, of course, being there was the belief that the watch was bought at a military PX, which Post was a Air Force veteran. And he regularly went to the base hospital 15 minutes away, March Air Force Base. So it's a possibility. There was paint spattered on the watch, of course, which it's interesting. He did work as a house painter for a long time. The interesting thing i think though is that there were hairs in sherry joe bates's fist when she died they were brown post hair color perfect apparently riverside isn't taking this as seriously and hasn't allowed for testing on that but it's a good question he also suffered a head injury apparently and also had surgery on his brain Now, that's going to be highly debated over the next... ever, uh, but there's a lot of things that are pointing to a very interesting note. The thing that I think is most telling is that in the famous sketch, there are pronounced scars on his forehead. And... 100% Post has those. It's very clear. Uh, They're from a car crash, and that happened in 1959. Again, head injuries have been known to cause violent mood swings, everything from disassociation, even. Lots of different questions there. But I think one interesting thing is that he had in... At least in the early 70s, he had the type of body shape that we associate with the hooded executioner attack at Lake Berryessa. The scars were obvious and pronounced and would have been more pronounced in 1968 and 69 than they were later in his life. Even though they do actually kind of seem to increase if you look at it. One of their big things is they investigated his darkroom. And that's interesting because there's this strange sort of selfie in a hood that they included that is fascinating, but not necessarily indicative of anything. There's also this whole talk about, one, I think they make a very good case for Sherry Jo Bates because they also have a military style boot, size 10 Same style, same shoe, found in three other Zodiac scenes. And also the style and size of what Post was wearing at that time. Solid. Clean. They make a big point of, in the confession letter, uh, he used very similar words and phrasing. I shall, squirmed, twitch, uh, which misspelled twice. Interesting note. uh, Very famously misspelled in the Halloween card. Yeah, okay. It's... It's not concrete, but it's a thought. And with the other things, it does bring me a little bit around. There's also talks about people who were part of his life. One witness, a guy by the name of Will, who was a part of Post's criminal posse, they say. Very pointedly posse. um, That he witnessed Post bearing murder weapons. He's given the dig site to the team. I don't know if they've dug it or not. Hopefully I'm going to get to interview him. I hope. I'm trying. (laughs) A number of people over the years have interacted with him in various dark, deep, angry ways. Um, And some less. Which is strange. His wife, I believe, he died in 2018. I believe his wife has passed away as well. I don't know. I'm still torn. I want to hear more. But the team that worked on this includes Bill Proctor, who I have nothing but the utmost respect for. Uh, Linton Mohammed, just one of the best document examiners in the world. Jen Buchholz, who I have heard of. Tom Morello? Don't know his work much, but I'm interested. Of course, Eric Kleinsmith, we probably know his work. There's a lot of stuff that needs to come out still. The most important is, are there any concrete timelines that we have for him? How they came across his name? Are they going to get to run the DNA? Which I think is a no-brainer. I think Riverside needs to let them run the DNA. As long as they pay for it. (laughs) I don't think that would be a problem to get anyone to pony up. If you're listening... Paul, Billy, this is probably one you could throw a couple of bucks at. I don't think this solves the entire case because as far as we can tell, we have solid connection to two cases as far as I'm concerned, maybe three. Now they are interdependent on each other, but the question is, how did this all fit together To form a cohesive narrative of Gary Francis Post as the Zodiac Killer. There's also supposedly perhaps another killing. The final Zodiac case. Again, we don't have all the details. I'm hoping this turns out to be it. Because it doesn't stop the Zodiac question. And the question that this podcast was set out to answer. What is the impact of Zodiac on the world? And the next episode will be about the movie Zodiac. Which is a masterpiece as far as I'm concerned, but you'll hear more about that probably in a week or two. There may also be another breaking news because, well, it's news. So stay tuned.